0: Hello friends. Welcome to another episode. We keep on pumping out these episodes of the podcast. Keep on telling your friends about it. So I'm going to go straight into our first segment and this is me reviewing random things. I did this a few weeks ago. People said we want more of it. So I listened to the people and what I'm going to be reviewing today is floss and floss thread. First of all, this floss is uh i guess the name brand is gum it's like kind of like a generic and then uh this other floss is uh oral b i'm i'm not sponsored by either okay so i love i love going to the dentist i love teeth you know i'm big into it because uh the the thing I get complimented the most on is my smile. My smile is my moneymaker, So I, I, I don't know, I guess I try to take care of it. You know? So, uh, yeah, I floss every day, sometimes twice a day, at least once a day, uh, usually before bed I floss. But sometimes I floss in the morning too. I don't know why. Well, yeah, I floss. Yeah, sometimes I floss in the morning. I floss maybe a little bit more than I should and like again, I get, I just, uh, I want to keep my teeth, you know? Anyways, so this first floss is, uh, it's about to run out. And that's the only reason I haven't used this floss. Because I still have more of this floss left. There's 200 yards of it. It's uh, mint waxed. And what I can say about this floss, floss is it gets the job done. I'm not too particular about my floss. The one thing I would say I don't like about this floss is uh it is i don't like the mint flavor i don't need my floss to be flavored i don't know if all floss have mint flavoring on them because this one is mint waxed mint waxed and uh, the oral b type is a uh, fresh mint i've never paid attention if all floss is minted but anyways i'm not a big fan of the mint flavor like i said i usually brush my teeth first and then floss so I guess I might have already the toothpaste flavor in my mouth and then mixed with the mint, sometimes it just, I don't, I don't, I, pref- I don't really like it. That's one of the negatives about this floss. Um, the actual floss itself is uh, good texture. I, yeah, but I have some teeth that are a little bit close together, so it kind of gets stuck. But I think that's like, I don't think there's any way really of avoiding that. So yeah, my main um, things I don't like about this is uh, the mint flavor I'm not a fan of. And uh, aside from that, it, it gets the job done. But this Oral beef floss here, this one is much better. I think it's like, I don't know what material it's made out of, but it is better than the regular gum, like the generic gum uh, floss. And, uh, I don't know why. I think maybe the mint flavoring is not as strong. Let me open it up, actually. Um, because I've known I've I've had this before. I'm familiar with it. But let me see if I can describe to you the difference in texture. Oh, oh, it even smells better. This is great. Oh, this is good. Uh, yeah, yeah, this one's so this one's superior Yeah, and then even the floss itself like the the texture the feel is much better uh, I would imagine if I remember this correctly. It doesn't feel as Invasive when it gets between your teeth. It it feels like you're flossing with a cloud. Yeah, this one's much better the Oral-B Yeah, this one is junk. Why do you even have this? I Know this one I got from uh, my dentist. All right. So, that's enough with the floss. I give this this uh, generic, or it's not really generic, but this gum brand floss, I would give it uh, 8.5 or 9 out of 10. It's good. I've been using it. But this one, is, this one is the creme de la creme. This is the one that they give you at the, doc, uh, the dentist's office because they know what's up. Oh, I even smells so much better than that stuff. Yeah, man. Go with this one if you... Oh! Let I me... Mean, I'm just sniffing floss. Woo! So good. Um, And then the... Wow, this is taking a lot more time than I thought. But the other uh, thing I was going to review very quickly is uh, floss thread. All right? So I use a floss threader. The reason I use a floss threader, I'll let you in... uh, What's the word? Uh, Behind the scenes. You know? I'll reveal... little bit what's going on behind the curtain here uh i've had work done yeah cosmetic surgery this smile is not au naturel uh i had orthodontia i had braces and then after that i had jaw surgery and uh, it was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me we'll talk about it later but the floss thread what it does is it i have a wire on the, my bottom teeth, not all of them, just like the, these ones here. Damn, my teeth are nice. Look at that. Yeah, boy! Uh, yeah, so the bottom few have a wire in behind them. I forget why. When my dental surgeon was explaining the jaw surgery and stuff like that, he explained to me why I have a wire there. I forget. Maybe when I go to the dentist, I'll ask if they, can, if they know why I have a wire. Uh, which I'm going to a dentist uh, in February, so, well, today, January 31st. In a few days, I'm going to a dentist and I'm really hyped about it. I love going to a dentist. They're the best. And uh, again, we'll talk about that later. But the floss thread allows me to get, floss my bottom teeth there, because what they do is they go under the wire. It allows me to go under the wire and floss my bottom teeth. And uh, let's see what the instructions say, because maybe they describe it better than I do. Um, okay, so they talk about it being for floss threader, for braces, bridges, or implants. Use approximately 50 centimeters of dental floss. I only use that much because, like I said, it's only the bottom teeth. Um, and then if you look at the floss thread itself, it's like this little loop. I don't know if it's showing up in the camera, but it's a little loop. And, uh, what you do is you pass the floss threader between teeth and dental or, sorry, pass floss threader between teeth and dental appliance. So I have to make sure I get it underneath my wire. And then, uh, but I already have the floss attached over here. So it goes underneath my wire and, you know, I bring it out here, I floss, and then you keep on weaving it through. I'll show you one time, but not, like, it's kind of gross to to floss on, you know, you know. It's kind of weird. So, uh, but yeah, it's really great. It allows me to make sure I don't have tartar or plaque buildup in my bottom teeth. I give floss threader 10 out of 10 uh, because if I didn't have the floss threader, I can make one of these. I can make, form this loop on my own, but I forget how to do it and it's like, a, it's a lot more complicated. So I just go to a store and I buy the floss threader. Comes in a pack of 50. So that's my review for uh, this episode. Let me tell you why I like the dentist. I love the dentist because, like I said, my teeth are my money maker, so I like to go to the dentist because I'm like, you guys are what are helping me become cute, you know? So you make sure my teeth are sparkling white. I do my part where I follow your instructions and I, you know, brush my teeth, at least, tw- at, at least twice a day, in the morning and at night, but after meals as well. I, you know, I'm one of those people. Well, I think, are yeah, you're supposed to f- brush after meals, you know, got all that food in there. So, uh, yeah, so I, I love going to a dentist. I like uh, them polishing off those chiclets, getting me looking good. And uh, dental health is important. But my favorite thing about going to a dentist is, Uh, when you're done your appointment, and then they make you go to the receptionist to book your follow-up appointment. (laughs) I love that, because the receptionist looks at you straight face and, like, looks at you straight-up. Like, I'm going to, my appointment, I think, is on February 8th. That's a Monday. So I go to the dentist appointment, and it'll be in the middle of February, and they're going to look me straight in the eye and be like, Oh, uh, let's schedule our next appointment. Um... Are you available august 21st as if like i have such a busy calendar that i got things going on six months in advance like i plan that much ahead so cute that they they, they make you feel so good <laughs> like you have that i i pretend i go with it i just open up my phone and i'm like oh let me see and i'm flipping through months of empty calendar <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, uh, August 21st, you said? Is that, uh, let me check, is that Monday? You know, I completely play into it. Is that Monday? Like, um, the 21st, let's see here. Yeah, it is, uh, oh, sorry. Did I say the 21st? I meant the 23rd. Yes, it's Monday. Um, I'm not usually available on Mondays, but yeah, sounds good. We'll make it work. (laughs) I pretend I have, like, this, like, sophisticated life where I have, like, I have to plan my time that far in advance. It makes me feel good about myself when they assume that I'm that busy of a person. If it was five months, if it was five months, I don't think I could fit you in. But six months, thank goodness. Thank goodness we're making it six months ahead. Oh, wow. Anyways, uh, and I like that about it, too. And then now as a fully grown adult, I also enjoy that uh what did, how would I say this I enjoy yeah I enjoy uh when they ask me for my dental insurance it's like oh how are you gonna pay for this is, is it gonna be credit do you have insurance I'm like yeah I have insurance I'm a grown man no longer that feeling when you're no longer on your parents dental plan Woo! and you just got your own insurance you're just like yeah it's gonna be it's going to be on Manual Life. That's my card. <laughs> it makes you feel like a boss. You got dental. You know? I like that. I like that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, it's, yeah, how are you going to pay? Yeah, it's going to be on, uh, it's going to be insurance, you know? Uh, we're doing it like, uh, Will Smith and Hitch. Manual Life comes 80, I go 20. That's how we're doing this payment. Uh, I like, uh,. I like the dentist though, so I'm excited for my appointment. They texted me a month in advance, which I was surprised. I have to look through my messages, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a month in advance. They texted me to remind me of my appointment. They usually just text me like a, a week ahead of time. So I forget they had like this whole thing. Maybe it was like COVID related, like a long message. My dentist also, my dentist also wished me a happy birthday. My birthday was December 31st. I was like, you guys, you shouldn't have. Oh, it's so cute. So cute. Uh, okay. I know not everyone here is sports fans, but one thing that I think needed to be addressed, uh, I think it just needed to be addressed. And you know what? Let me pause because well, I'll just pause the podcast for a sec because I need to charge my, my phone here. We'll be right back. And for you watching on video, I'm not even going to pause it because, like, who cares? There's probably, like, two of you even watching. I'll be right back. I'm using my phone to uh, record the video for the podcast. And I just, what was that, like, a minute or so, I went to find my charger and then pour myself a glass of water. So now I'm going to have to edit out that minute or so, which is going to be so annoying Because I'm doing all the editing, quote, unquote, on my, and I say editing in quotes because I'm not doing anything fancy. I'm just like, um, yeah, just cropping, you know, trimming the video. Uh, But I'm going to have to do that all with my thumbs. And I have big thumbs. And uh, it's just so annoying to edit it on my phone. But right now, that's where we're at. That's the level of this podcast. Let me just adjust the lighting real quick. I just quickly need to acknowledge uh, the GOAT, Tom Brady, the one and only Tom. Thomas Edward, I think, is his middle name, Brady Jr. He is going to his seventh Super Bowl. Se- wait, seventh? No. He's going to his tenth Super Bowl. He has the opportunity to win his seventh. Yeah, just sheer domination. And it just needs to be talked about a little bit more under like what category of dominance are we talking about? because he's uh, a quarterback and football's a team sport. but he was drafted to the New England Patriots and won six Super Bowls with them um, made it to nine. almost he, whenever he played, he uh, made it into a playoffs, which is difficult in like just the level of domination is crazy. And he's 43 years old and this season he left New England went to another team where before that they didn't make the playoffs they were they didn't have a winning record they meaning they lost more games than they won they were 7 and 9 and he shows up now they go i think they went 12 and 4 made it to the excuse me made it to the playoffs were underdogs in all their games and now they're in the super bowl now i'm not saying tom brady the sole reason that the team has made it that far because if you watch their performance, the defense, and like all these other teams, all, all these other aspects really helped Tom Brady. But there's just something about being that type of competitor like, you can't say that he didn't have a big impact, you know what I mean? If you go from a team that has not made the playoffs and then plop in one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to make ever to play uh play uh football and all of a sudden you're in the championship again. Oh, it's just so crazy to me. And uh so shout out to the goat, Tom Brady. I'll have um I'll take a sip to that. Oh water tastes so good. I don't know why it tastes so good. It really is uh it really is something else. I uh I don't know how I guess it kind of relates to the floss threading, but I don't think I know how to tie my laces right. Because I always tie when I tie my shoelaces, it seems like I am much slower than the average person. Cause when I watch TV, especially when I watch soccer players or basketball players if they, for some reason, their shoe comes off or they have to switch shoes in the middle of the match. They really, like, they tie it real quick. I can't do that. I, for me, I tie my shoelaces really nice and slow, slow and steady. And then when I tie them, I think I, my shoelaces get untied a little bit more often than the average person. Because I've been on, I've been walking down the street and been like, oh, shoot my shoelaces aren't tied. I think a little bit too much. So I don't know if I've been been doing it wrong. What I do, I don't know why I'm so thirsty today. One sec. What I do is I don't do the bunny ears thing. I think you only do the bunny ears thing when you're a kid and you're teaching them how to tie uh, shoelaces. After that, you kind of graduate past that. But, uh, yeah, what I do is I do one uh, bunny ear type thing. I make, well, before I do that, I uh, do one one tight knot. I just do one tight knot, you know, like crisscross, get it nice and cinched. And then after that, I take one of the laces, usually my right hand, and I make a bunny ear with that. And then I take the lace that's in my left hand, and I kind of like put it around the bunny ear and underneath that, I make a loop at simultaneously. I know there's a lot of things going on. I simultaneously make a loop there, tighten that up. So now I have two little bunny ear things and then I crisscross the bunny ears and then bam, that's how I do it. But I I don't think that's a good knot. So if you guys know, tell me how, yeah, tell me how you tie your shoelaces, if you can describe it to me. Maybe I just need to get a new technique. That's probably what it is. I need to get a new technique. The last podcast I was talking uh, about uh, Attack on Titan and then the narrative and particularly an animation where they talk about different forms of oppression, blah, blah, blah. And then they, um, they allow the oppressor to also have a valid reason for uh oppressing and i talked about why that makes sense in that narrative when you're building a story but i also wanted to make this caveat or clarification no it was just like something that came to mind because in everyday life if you're a person as a human being who are are always in, in the middle of conversation conversation saying oh uh let me just play devil's advocate on that if you're always playing devil's advocate, at what point are you just not playing anymore? You're just a devil's advocate. you're just you're just arguing either for the sake of arguing or you're defending what doesn't need to be defended, you know? So I think like in context of when you're having like I like when you're reasoning it in your own mind, maybe it's wise to play devil's advocate when you're trying to come to a solution, but an everyday conversation, like, come on. If you're that guy who's like, they're talking about, someone's like venting to you their frustration over whether it's like racism they're feeling or sexism or telling you some hardship that they experienced and you're like, let's play devil's advocate. It's like, no, that's not the time. You know, I think people, I think in general, Teaching people tact is something that we need to do more of. To know when and how to approach things. Some of it you can't you can't teach though. You just need to learn to feel it out. I had uh, my first. I wouldn't call it a nightmare, but a pretty bad dream. My first bad dream in a long time. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> It was a dream about MS Outlook. (laughs) That's what I use for work. I use MS Outlook. Uh, I use MS Outlook for work. And uh, in my dream, it was just me, like, in my head, seeing my Outlook calendar and trying to, like, manage my time. That was it. I didn't like it. It It's such a bad dream. And I guess it's just because at work I've been a little bit busier than usual, but it's just so weird. Have That's my first time having like a work dream like that. It's, it really caught me by surprise. At work, I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit more busy than usual, so I guess it makes sense that I'm starting to dream about it. But just it's weird too that my professional life is getting, especially since I'm not doing stand standup uh, because that's not available where I live, is, taking up more of my mental capacity than it used to in a good way, in a very good way. And, uh, yeah, so I think about work a little bit more. I'm doing better at, you know, cutting off the time to think about work. But it's just interesting. Like, I get excited about things I didn't think I'd get excited about. Okay, actually, my dream wasn't just at my Outlook calendar. I had spreadsheets going on, too. Yeah, so I was thinking about Excel and Outlook, but uh, last week I was genuinely excited about the Outlook update. I guess Outlook updated itself and some of the the calendar looked slightly different. Not too many features changed, but the search bar changed and it was like a big deal for me that the search bar was removed or like moved to a different part of the, the interface. I didn't like it. Usually, in uh, Outlook, like right above your emails at the top, you have the search bar where you can uh, search your mailbox. And at work, I have multiple emails uh, addresses that I search. So multiple mailboxes and multiple multiple folders. So it just makes sense that the search bar is just right above your uh, your inbox. Nope, they moved it to the very top. Like, it's so... Who came up with that update? It, it rattled my cage for the first day and a half, you know? I guess that's the main update that happened that I wasn't too hot about. Let's quickly talk about uh, my jaw surgery. Like I said, I had jaw surgery. I got work done. Big fan of it. I really highly recommend. If you have a, uh, what was it called? A mandibular prognathism? is, uh, I think the technical, technical term of how my jaw was set up. So basically what they did was they took my jaw and they broke it. Yeah, exciting. They took, well, first I had to do uh, a few years of having braces for them to get the teeth aligned. Did I already talk about this on the podcast? I'll make it quick. So my teeth, I didn't necessarily have uh, an overbite or an underbite. Technically, I had uh, Sorry, technically I had both because my front my top teeth didn't go Your top teeth are supposed to go just slightly um, Slightly in front of your bottom teeth Just slightly and they should touch so that you can't stick to your tongue through them That wasn't the case b- before I used to be able to to stick my tongue through my teeth, if that makes sense. There's like a little gap between my bottom teeth and my top teeth because my top teeth were coming in at an angle, going out, like protruding out, and so were my bottom teeth, and they just never touched in the middle. It's a mandibular prognathism or something. Anyway, so that happened. So they first needed to get the teeth straight. So I got the teeth straight through braces, after they got the teeth straight they had to get out my wisdom teeth because they needed to have room in my mouth because they're going to be moving things around renovating yeah property brothers in my mouth gosh i wish i didn't say that but uh yeah they were (laughs) and one of the property brothers is dating zoe Deschanel, or yeah are they engaged well they're together But, yeah, so they did the braces after braces were done. When did I get braces in, actually? Did I have braces in high school? No, I think I just had braces in university. Yeah, I think that's the case. That sounds right. Yeah. Did I have braces in university? Yeah, I had braces from... Let me think about it. From maybe grade 12... From grade 12 until uh, going into university. And, uh, yeah, so I had the braces. They got the braces done. Take out my my uh, wisdom teeth, all four, to make room. And then what they needed to do was because my my bottom jaw went out too much, they needed to break it near my, uh, like, the hinge, like, where you open your mouth. Not where you open your You know what I mean. Like, back where... Where my jawline is, so they broke it there, and then pushed the jaw back. So they made the break there, pushed the jaw back, and then they they don't put it all the way. They just bring it close to uh, where they broke it, so that it ossifies. It allows the your your body to naturally um, yeah make the bone connect. And then they also had to do an incision in the front of my mouth. It was a whole mess, man. They did a lot of work. I, I yeah, it was fancy, you know. But uh, the thing I really liked about it was my dental surgeon, Doctor Gerald Armstrong. Very handsome man, uh, older gentleman. Was, he was had he had like big. His name was Armstrong, and he lived out lived up to it. He had like really big biceps and stuff. He was a cool dude, and he was just like explaining to me, yeah. So this is what we're gonna do, man. We're gonna. He did, well, he didn't talk like that you know, be like, okay, so we're gonna break here, blah, 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 and, uh, but I do remember that he was, the people, the main people who performed the surgery were dental students, like people, yeah, dental students at the University Hospital, and every once in a while, they'd be the ones that would come in and talk to me about the procedure and, and the checkups leading up to the date of my actual surgery. So the day before the two days before the surgery I, uh, I speak with Gerald, my boy, Gerald with the J and then uh, after that he he's like okay so I'll see you at the, uh, on that day blah 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 and uh, here's so- and so he'll go over uh, the surgery one more time and you can ask him any questions. I usually don't have any questions man like this type of, like what am I gonna ask? I don't need to know this as long as you know what you're doing, that's cool. So I didn't really care. And he was just like going over things I needed to know about the day of, blah, 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 about the healing time, yada, yada. And he asked me if I had any questions about the surgery. I didn't, but I could see in his eyes, he was just so excited to break my jaw and to cut my gums. You know, it was, it was a dream come true for him because he was a dental student. He was so excited. So I did him a favor. I was like, I pretended that I cared. I was like, uh, could you just go over the procedure one more time? And he got so excited. He's like, yeah. And then he explained it to me again. And he's like, this is a French technique, blah, blah, blah. And I was just so happy that he was so happy about uh, about what he was about to do to my face. (laughs) So they did it. Day of the surgery. I remember uh, they wheeled me in to the surgery room. And, uh, yeah, I remember getting wheeled in and I kind of really, I really like, this sounds weird. I really like going under, like when they put you under anesthesia, because I think it's funny. <laughs> Cause, uh, the, I've, a lot of times in my life, I've, uh, unfortunately had to go under for a variety of reasons. I never make it to 10 when they give me the countdown, when they put the little mask on, they're like, okay, countdown, to count to zero, starting from ten, go, and it's literally like this: ten, nine, eight, and I'm about to say eight, and then I'm gone. Whoo! I'm so gone, and then you just wake up. And uh, the reason I wanted to tell this story was because I remember when I woke up, my goodness, I woke up, and uh, I guess yeah, I was in a little bit of pain, and uh, I remember waking up in the Yeah, in the, I guess, the hospital bed, middle of the night, I guess. I think it was the middle of the night. And I woke up, I was like, "Ah, and I asked for the nurse or something because I needed to go to the washroom. And she explained to me where the washroom was. (sighs) This is probably the scariest moment of my life. I go to pee. I go in there, I do my business. And then I go to wash my hands and before I go back to the hospital to my to my bed, I look in the mirror. My gosh, when I say my like you, the words can't even words can't even describe how big my face was. It like like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, ew, I'm getting older. I have bags under my eyes. No, this was. Sh- like i had louis vuitton designer bags under my eyes okay not only that but i there's no words to describe how big my jaw. it it was clownish i was like a freak show i almost i almost i was like what is happening because i knew they told me the they told me that my face would change like the structure of my face would change i understood that and they they did tell me that my face would be swollen but that, not to this degree i i would say no no um no exaggeration i'm this is not hyperbole the bottom half of my face like from below my ears just so i'm not talking, not not talking about the top half just the bottom half like from my uh from below my eyes i'd say to where I used to think my jaw ended was the size of a basketball. And I didn't, like there was no, I have uh, a structure to my face and I have a, kind of like a strong jawline. Jaw it was like mush. I looked, my face looked like Eddie Murphy in Nutty Professor when he was in the fat suit. It looked a little bit like Martin Lawrence playing Big Mama in Big Mama's house. And I, I, I was shocked. I was like, what's going to happen to my face? And um, and then I remember the day after my dad came to see me and my mom was there too. Maybe my mom, I had to talk to my mom about this. And my mom was there and we're just having a conversation and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, just about life and whatever. We're, I don't know what we're talking about. But it, was, it wasn't until I got out of the, the hospital and my face was a little bit healed. It was still a, I still had a big face and my, and my face, it took like a year for swelling to go down, go down. I spent maybe a year and a half still not being able to feel the bottom half of my mouth. That's how major the surgery is. Anyways, um, I remember telling my dad, I was like, dude, I looked, I saw my face. It it, it didn't even, I didn't look like a human being. And my dad was like shocked. He's like, they let you look at your face. And then I told him, yeah, there was a mirror when I went to washroom. He's was like, they shouldn't do that. They, you, and then he just, uh, uh, uh what you confirmed what I said. He's just like, yeah, man, I, you're my son. But when I, I saw you, I was scared because that's how drastic my face. And and then my mom wanted to come to the, you know, you know how moms are, wanted to see me too after surgery. My dad tried really hard to convince her not to not to come in because my face was just so mangled all right that's enough for this podcast (laughs) uh you guys are fun and now i'm going to be posting this on youtube so people can enjoy it on there too so enjoy the rest of your week and uh yeah i love going to the dentist i'll probably tell you a little bit about how it goes after uh, after my appointment all right love you guys bye